This is a HeadGum Podcast. Megan Stalter or or Meg Stalter. Sometimes you go by Meg. Well, everyone, I am feeling like I'm coming off of a weekend of pure ecstasy, so I feel really great. I went into a cabin by myself. I didn't even know I was going to go. I just got in the car and started driving. But um, what happened is I started writing some country songs. And it kind of to me, hello, by the way, this is Megan. Well, I shouldn't introduce myself yet. I always do a song first. Um, But I wrote this country song about if I wasn't married to my husband, if I was married to someone else. I think y'all are going to, y'all, see, here's the country twang coming out. I think y'all are going to really like it. Um, And yeah, I just got in the car and started driving. I was wearing a mask. Well, no, I was. I'm kidding. I was. I was wearing a mask. Even when I went to the gas station to get a hot dog, I was wearing one. And I'm not... I'm not, nothing bad happened, and I went to the river, and I wrote this song. Here I go. And again, the producer did not, Emma didn't let me play music in the background, but here it goes. And if you don't like country music, you're not going to like this one. Here I go. Dude, I got to get that. Here we go. I got on my bike to take a ride. It was 1982. I saw a bull who ate a fishing bowl and thought, it's too good to be true. I saw him in a basketball. I fell so good and fell so hard. That boy I grew up to marry. I grew up and to marry that boy. Me and the boy and the fishing pole. I actually think I'm singing it wrong that I can remember when I wrote it. Let me try it again. Got up. I got on a I got on a bike to take a ride. It was 1982. I saw a boy with a fishing pole and thought, too good to be true. I'm sort of singing it exactly how it was before. Um, Let's just skip ahead. Ten years later, we're both in high school. I got in trouble for playing with a shoe. That boy got arrested too. I went to jail to visit him. The guards told me he was dead. Just kidding, he was fine. And he ran around the corner. Just me and my boy and his fishing pole. I love my guy. He loves me. On our wedding day, he peed in a tree. I don't know why he did that. Me and my guy, that's all I need. A couple keys to rock out my name, and that's just when you want to dream. The guy doesn't like to go to town. I can barely get him to eat me out. He's an amazing dad. So that's pretty much all I have so far, but mm. I feel like it's a work in progress. That was a really sad one today. Schnick. Hi, guys. Mm. This. <sighs> You know that I got a lot of bad reviews, and you know what they what? said? Nick keeps coming what? in too early. No. Yes, they did. They said that it wasn't about your cowboy, your dead, the the song about the boy dying. No, because I just had that song, and by the way, I said just kidding. He's not dead. 
He literally said, just kidding, in the title. Oh, that I definitely missed that part because I, I was thinking he was dead. And then you said he was married. No, he was. The guard said, oh, he's dead. What? Oh, we're kidding. Oh, it was a joke that the guard was doing? <laughs> the guards were saying, we're just kidding. He's not. He's coming around. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. You know, we didn't know. We... Hi, everyone. This is oh, Megan okay. Salt. Hi, everybody. Hi, this everybody. Is... Megan oh, wow. Stalter. Look at us. We're all thumbs today. We're all thumbs today. Ew. Yeah, it's like a saying. We're all thumbs today. You are such a pervert. Hi, guys. This is... Oh, hi, guys. That's kind of exclu- inclu- not clu- inclusive. Hi, guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. I mean, you, We're a sports podcast. It. Everybody here is straight. No, there isn't a straight person in sight, except for Nick, who he's obsessed with boobies. Hi, everybody. This is Megan. Well, also, you don't have to have... He's obsessed with boobies, but he's also obsessed with straight women. Nick is obsessed with straight women, and it's our biggest qualm. Hi, everybody. Uh, If you're listening, I love that you're listening. I don't care who the hell you are. Well, I hope that there's not a bad person listening to this. Um, But this is a podcast called Megan Stalter. No, it's not. Confronting Demons with Megan Salter. God, I meant to write the title on the you board. You know, this is so like you to invite somebody here and then to, to, and then to, to tell them not to say a, I'm not actually to say mad a damn at our guest word today. until you're done I'm talking. Mad, I'm mad at our guest today and I'm mad at you. Um, so this is a podcast where we confront people and we have the perfect guest for you today. So today on the show, we have someone that I worked with for a really long time and I can count how mm. many, pro- I can count how many problems I've had with her. I can't because I would be counting a million haystacks. I mean, yeah. I, the list just goes on and on like the Mayflower. There is something strange about this girl's obsession with trying to ruin my life in many different ways. Let me remind you, I mean, mm. whether it's a personal relationship I have with someone else other than her or my business opportunities, this woman has stood in my way and said, no, 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 you will not go. You will not go on and you will not have opportunities. And she, and she also has a big problem with me being gay. She says, you need, you're a straight girl and you know it. And then she pulled some of my hair out. She actually did, did that, that actually at the other day. Yes, she did. Why are we having her on? Because I don't think I got, we should. I got, I got to look her in the eye and go, what the hell do you have up your sleeve? So anyway, mm. this is somebody you, that you know from Drag Race. You know her. She's a model. She's an actress. She's stolen every part from me. She's actually right now in a community theater production of The Miracle Worker. Everybody clap your hands or just sit there in silence and go, tiss, tiss, to Jan. Hi. It's so nice to see you. Is it nice to see me? Yeah. Or to hear you. Yeah, it's just <laughs> me with a big old stop sign up going, No. No. And you know, I I am in the miracle mm-hmm. worker right now. Yeah. It's a really great role. What part do you have? Uh, um I am Grizabella. And I auditioned and- for Grizabella. Not to walk on your toes. I don't want to talk over you when I just introduce you, but I actually I, I auditioned for Grizabella. Yeah, we actually she I we filmed it actually took us about three hours to film a self tape for the part of Grizabella, and I I was telling her I think you auditioned in person for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was weird because I saw your name written on the director's list. I'm I'm really close with him. Oh, and, do you? Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he is taking on a new role. He is directing. And I think I'm, it's I'm gross that you two are close. I think it's well, really weird. Well, I wouldn't say that. I'd love to be a close personal friend of. Of course, the, um, you would. You little pervert. 
Yeah. And so I just was like, I saw your name on the list and I didn't see you in person. And they said, mm-hmm. oh, well, Meg sent in a self-tape, self-tape, self-tape. It's like so quarantine, so 20, like, you know, and it's like quarantine cool, vibes, but yeah, quarantine vibes <laughs> down. And I was like, oh, shame that she's not here in person, like to, to, to banter. That would have been a Wait, miracle. You said that, I, and- you said that op- at the auditions? Yeah, yeah, I said it to Arnold. I, I took some time out of my three minute monologue for my audition, and I said, "Weird that Meg's not weird. Is she showing up? Weird." You put that in his and, head, and, and Arnold was like, "Then, yeah." And that's when I knew I got the job. Don't you think that maybe if you would have laid your little palms off of the audition, maybe you could have said, "Hmm, Megan's amazing. I'm maybe you should cast her. You can cast me as somebody else." I tried, but it just didn't. Arnold said that you just didn't fit the role. Doesn't sound like and him. Doesn't not sound like you, him. You, here, Meg, you are – and I know that everyone in the audience is thinking, well, Jan just doesn't want Meg to have everyone a damn thing. Everyone is thinking that. But I, I said, I said, Meg's too – I'm Grizabella. It, the part's you written You said Meg's me, too, I'm but, Grizabella. So you couldn't even get, say one nice thing about Megan. You couldn't even put me up as no, Helen? You're not even letting me finish. I – was trying to say you were Not too good either. for any other part. You mm, interesting. shine and you have no place in the miracle worker because you're a demon. And oh, so what is that's it, your honey? Thing. Am I a demon or am I too good for the show? Get your stories. Uh, st- get your story. Look at me stuttering. I, 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 every time I'm around I, this woman, I start to stutter. I always, I've, I, we have a saying around our house and that's that Megan's too, too bad to be good. I, I I don't like when you say that to me. So like yeah. if she's making dinner or something, I'll say I'll peek around the corner. I'll say, Megan, you are just too bad to be good. And that always hurts my feelings. It never feel good. Nick. Well, Nick mm. and I were eating teriyaki Brussels sprouts at dinner the other night, mm. and that came up too. And so I'm 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 learning. You know, Meg, we've known each other. Get a for, tissue. You're about to cry, girl. We've been in the business for. <laughs> Thanks. It's just, it's not, it's not the COVID. I'm sorry. It's, I'm just, I'm emotional. I hope it's not the COVID. We shared a couple Brussels the other day. You know, I don't even like Brussels sprouts, but to have them with, to have them with this I can't get them to a vegetable. That's a dream. That's a miracle, the worker. What were you? Uh, (laughs) Oh, I'm taking the role so seriously. Go ahead, share laugh. And we, we've known, we've known each other in this business for 30 years. More than I can And that's how old you are, Meg. I feel like I learn something new about you every day. And I don't know if I like that or not. I don't know if I You're like. You're a puzzle I don't want to solve. Yeah. You are a puzzle that I, I, I wish I had. A, I hope there's some missing pieces in. I don't want to know everything about you, girl. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to know half about you. Well, trust and believe you're never going to know. Mm-hmm. You're never going to know. Never want to know, girl. And I just never, as like I a, as an know. outside party, here's a. I, I feel like when I you. when I find a new p- piece of, I found plenty of new pieces of both of your puzzles, and um, you often, know us so with both m- more than we know ourselves, both in, either than you know you or each mm-hmm. other. And I would say when I find a new puzzle piece for Jan, it's like, oh, this new puzzle piece is that Jan will pay for parking tickets for people that just any a random car, see a parking ticket, mm. pay it. My that's puzzle piece weird. I'll find for Megan is like that's weird. Is my puzzle piece I'll find for Megan is she um, likes to use so she'll re, 
she'll um, she spit doesn't ever reuse hey, d- uses a lot of uses a lot of one single use plastics. So that's sort of a that's like a, a puzzle piece I find it's for her. It's good for us to use plastic more than something that you don't have to throw away. Mm-hmm. Well, you th- what happened to saving the turtles? Yeah. I that that see I don't like you're like mm-hmm. in a thousand piece jigsaw. Yeah, and every piece. So it says here in Deadline Hollywood say, that you're doing it, a movie with Chris Pratt, and it says you quote love the guy. I'm. <laughs> We actually met um, at true? a mixer. Yeah, yeah, we met at a mixer a couple of years ago, and I, I ran up to yeah. him and I said, "Looky here, Chris. We don't know each other, but we're gonna." Yeah. And I kind of like, I manifested the role in which I'm playing. I'm I'm playing a baker. Oh my god! No, no. I, I always want wanted to, to play. You're lying to me. You do? I, I'm i playing the baker. You know that's my dream role. <laughs> Go ahead. You know that's my dream role, though. Go on. Well, it's funny because me and Chris were like, yeah, Meg's great. Meg's great. Yeah. And we thought we have to put her in the movie. And I, it it takes place out of Panera, but it's not oh my really God. a Panera. It's like an uh, – yeah. and It's I'm like a what? What would you say? It's like I'm a what? the head baker. It's kind of like an Aubon Pont. And I don't I, speak French. Y- or pret a manger. Uh, and that still sounds like one of the Muppets from. <laughs> yeah, it, ki- it kind of does. <laughs> it's silly. It's it's like a quirky role. Like I wanted to do something quirky yeah, and, and fun. And yeah. So, but we said, you know, Chris and I, we were going, what if Meg. Y'all are was, really close. Uh, yeah. We, He's we're, like we're, kind of known for. Yeah, weird stuff. I, it's just you know I love the biz because it's all about me too. Who you know, literally, and the and the girl gets around. So <laughs> I stop. Uh, <laughs> I'm just being honest. I I love um, oral sex with guys, me too. and that's how I get to know people. And so Chris and I, after you know our business, we're like. Meg should be in the movie with us too, because like he's a love interest, and I'm just like the quirky little baker. Oh, and so wait, so you're not I the figured, love interest? So that role's still open? Well, we we we're in love, oh, but okay. I'm I'm thinking like you could be like the foil, and you could be kind of like the cashier who's like, no, hey, hey, what, what would you, what would you like from the bakery today? And mm-hmm. you are like flirting with Chris, and then he and goes, then oh yeah, to a trash I'll can. have the chocolate croissant and you go okay that'll be $3.99 and then Chris sees me and then we all kind of fall you want me to be the rebel Wilson you want me to be the rebel Wilson in the movie that sounds actually really funny you should I I think and it might be be helpful to see how that dynamic would maybe how that (laughs) dynamic would play out would be good to see you maybe you should try it yeah wait Meg can can you I actually want you to read for the role right now Chris might hear this. Maybe Chris, I'll, Nick I'll could sh- play Chris. I'll show. Yeah, yeah I'll can, show it. To I the actually, guy. I've been told I'm a Chris Pratt type. I'll show it to the guy, and we could. It could be like. But a don't cold tell it. Don't tell him that I said I was a Chris Pratt Who type. Told other you people that, say though? that. Other people say that Who I'm a Chris that? Pratt type, and just wondering. But don't tell it. Who said that though? Just wondering. A, l- a lot of people yeah. have right, Jan. A lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I get a lot of DMs for yeah. saying that you're, yeah. you're he's you're the Chris Pratt type. Yeah, that, that Nick like is. funny and people like. 
What kind of type am I? No, don't answer that. I'm just going to be hurt. Okay. Let's do the skin. The wow. skin. Basically, yeah. um, I was going to... Is it okay if I start? Yeah, just read the script. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I bet it would be really I don't have cool a lot of lines in this. Out sometime. Can I just... Yeah, you don't have a lot of lines. Okay. Go ahead. Well, we should maybe go... We'd be really cool if we went out sometime. Or something. Wait, are you reading? I think we should sort of. I'm kind of reading. Oh, well, I'm reading sorry. Chris I started reading. I started, I started reading. Oh, I, I, sorry. No. I feel like okay. we were. Because like, uh-huh. the way that we're thinking this scene goes is, Nick, you talk to Meg and she's the cashier. Oh, wow. okay. You're, you're, I started, put, on, the you you started on the wrong scene. Yeah, you started on the wrong scene. Yeah, okay. you're on, you're on page on seven. Scene. We're, we're on six now. Yeah. And basically because uh-huh. this is the beginning of the movie yeah. like uh-huh. we have to set, then you have to set the boundaries yeah so i won't do that again i'm sorry scene. we'll just read the first scene i won't do that again okay go ahead i won't Nick. do that again read the okay. first scene you better not well, she's gonna kill um, okay. you if you do well, well please don't it so while wow just read whatever's I, on there. we really need a we really are needing a new cashier i hope we can find someone soon <sighs> oh hello i guess i'll be leaving i have a big rash you, well, you haven't even had a job interview first. I just don't feel like the scene is like me. The character is not really mean. Why? Why yeah, am I have, saying I have a rash? You have well, because you have a rash. But I don't in your it's life. It's like, hey, it's. I know that it seems kind of weird, but it's more so because you. We want people on your side. I just feel like you wrote this and to make fun of me. No, not no. You don't even have bit. the part. You don't even have not the part. One. So they couldn't be making fun of you. You don't have the part. But the second even. scene, we Meg. I need you to listen to me right now. We have been on set for better or for worst for 30 years. I remember when we were the Raisinettes, when we were six years old and we were I haven't dancing ever and smiling been on and set. laughing. So for you to say me and you've been on set together, it's not quite a good metaphor because I've never been on set. I've never made it to set because every project me and you have, you replace me. I'd never be on and set. And this is your shot. This is your shot. Girl. I don't want to be the I'm big trying. fat cashier that has a rash all over her. But it makes people, it's endearing. Make people throw up. It goes, Because they're seeing I'm, a big, have a scary rash. rash on me. They're ma- they want to see me in a glamorous role. They don't want me to see me in big fat pants, having a big rash, just covering well, it up. All right. I'm seeing you're you obviously an, really upset. What is, you, what is your problem? You have such an you're attitude. You're really upset now. Yeah, I'm upset. I, I wish that I was being rushed to the hospital right now to get a new brain to forget what you just did to me. Well... I don't want to give you a lobotomy, but I want to give you a chance. And I think that you should whip out that monologue from college right now. And I want to see it because every time you did that, girly, it made me bawl my eyes out. Okay, I'll do it, but only if you promise not to laugh at me. I'm not going to laugh. I'm going to show Chris. Okay. I want you in this movie, girl. Okay, start recording. I hate your fucking guts, but I want you in this movie. This isn't the first time you try to kill me, and it won't be the last. Here's my monologue. Here I go. Well, this still, let me just tell the viewers that this monologue is from a play that I wrote called My Mommy's Daughter. And it was kind of a scene where she realizes all her family has died. Oh, God! They're dead! All of them! You're telling me that my brother's dead? You're telling me that my sister's dead, too? I can't believe this. This sucks so bad. 
And that's just and that's just like the main the big monologue. But Nick's that was good. At me. That was good. I'm not laughing. I'm applauding you. That was good. You have to believe in yourself. I do believe I in think- myself. I believe in myself going absolutely crazy around you. You're making. Remember the time you bought me a trampoline and I fell through it. I know you're trying to kill me. That was just a, they did a recall on it, like a 2003 Honda Civic with bad brakes. They just did a recall. It wasn't oh, my you fault. Want me jumping oh, right they did a recall on the Civic. What year was that Civic that they recall? It was the brakes on the 2003 Honda Civic. Oh, God, I got to go. I'll be back in a couple. I have to make a phone oh, Nick call. Ha- that, Nick ha- no. drives I'll be out. right back, guys. Just keep talking. Nick, no. I got to make a phone Nick, call. You really just leave the car alone, but okay. Jan, Uh-oh. are you upset with me because last summer we were supposed to go on a book tour together and you freaked out because last minute you realized I never wrote a book and you had to pr- promote your book, The Ladders of Life, by yourself? Yeah, well, it was crazy because it's ladders plural. Mm-hmm. And I thought you were climbing up next to I me, wasn't. girly. And you were stuck on the ground. You know, they always say when you're reading, you know, heads in the clouds, heads in the clouds. Well, that's where, that's up, where the ladder the was ground. heading. And you you stayed on the ground, yeah. Don't, but first, don't you think if I want, I could write a book, I would have. I didn't want to leave you hanging like that. I didn't like revealing to you that I never wrote a book, and then I asked to go on on a tour with you about it. I didn't like that. I. You had such a good idea. I remember when I was talking about ladders, Mm -hmm. you told me your idea about the stepsister chronicles. And I don't talk about that. that. I loved it because it was so good. You talked about your childhood trauma. Do you really? I don't want to talk about my childhood okay. Wait, trauma. were you guys talking about... I'm so sorry. I'm, uh, it's all good. My car doesn't have brakes. Were you saying... Were okay. you guys talking about... You were talking about a book Megan wrote? Were you talking about Stepsister Chronicles? I or were you talking about her cookbook? Talking. A wish, a, a wish, a wish upon a dish. Oh, there is a well, beep that- on my head. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in the little camera. Did you, did you put bees did you in find my room? That, did you find that Did you put bees in here? Mm-hmm. I wanted to just surprise you. Oh my god, want, Jan! If you, it's, it's. If you look, you put it's a bunch just, of bees in here. Well, here's the well, thing. Jan, I thought me. the fly on Mike Pence was so crazy, and I was thinking, well, what if we, Who's what if Mike we gave Pence? the bees some Who's time to shine? Who is that? He's he's an uh, he's an author too. So here's my problem. Your book is so good, and when I read the Ladders of Life. When I read that in 2008, I thought, oh my God, I need to write a book. And I waited years. I still didn't write it. Then I was like, let's just jump in, dedicate myself to a tour. Then maybe I will write a book by the time we go on tour. Never wrote it. Then I revealed to my best friend, Jan, that I never wrote the book. And you started screaming and you started pulling my hair. And, and, that, and that was the first time you called me straight, which I hated, by the way. You're straight. You're straight. You didn't write a book and you're straight. <laughs> Remember you saying that? I do, but yeah, my you said arm that, almost fell. I, I did. I did. I don't like straights. And no offense to you, Nick. Mm-hmm. We share teriyaki Brussels sprouts oh, all yeah. the time. And I. There are so I many know, bees in here. I can't believe you did this. I just, I'm mm-hmm. trying to say hello and mm-hmm. have the bee land on you. And it's, it's really just mm-hmm. a reminder Write the book. Mm-hmm. Be creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be inspiring. Pick up. Be, yeah. Pick up after your. Pick up after yourself. You know. 
And I nearly broke my arm writing all of those autographs without you there, girly. Yeah. I went on a 50 city bus tour around the country trying with all my books in there, by the way. And you you were supposed to be the headlining act. You were supposed to be the one doing shows beforehand, reading your monologues. Sticking your hands through Jan's sleeve so that you could make the signatures for Jan. Exactly. And I was going to say, you'd still have to write just as many mean, signatures if I was there. No, no, no yes, you were no, supposed yes. to sign them. F- no, you were supposed we to find them for Jan. To, we were supposed to go Dutch and you were supposed to write half. And why did I you have just, to travel with all betrayed. your books? And so I said, straight, straight, straight. And I was. That hurt me. It's now we're talking about my childhood trauma. And oh, here we go. She I, wants to talk about it. You know, I've been saying the no. show should be more about that. It's in the book, girl. It's in it's in it's in ladders. You know. Yeah, you got to get bees off the brain, Meg. You got to focus. Yeah, up, I know. Get the, I'm get really the bees trying, but I'm about to be stung. Ow, ow, Jan! One of your little ones that you put in a dress has just hurt me. How do you feel about that? One of your little it feels daughters, good because one of my little daughters is growing up in a dress. And she's not straight. And that's how I know. And I'm proud of her. I don't think she's any bees are straight. She's house saying, be more supportive, Meg. Hi, guess what? I want to tell her, go away from me. And guess what? I want to tell her, your mommy didn't have to travel with all her books. You didn't have to put all the books on tour with you. You could have done an ordering. You could have done something where you order them. You could have done something where you have people order your books. Or bring your own book. Bring your own books. B-Y-O-B. And that's why there's two B's in the room because there's two B's in BYOB. Something else. And do you see the parallels? Mm-hmm. Like we are artists, and I'm it's an artist. Just, I'm trying to. Are you pay- you're an artist? You think, or do you think you're a sabotager? Actually, Megan wrote that really big on the mirror in the bathroom. I'm an artist, but backwards, so that so that when you'd look in the mirror, it would say it forwards. Hey, I told you not to tell her that I wrote that on the mm-hmm. wall. I don't need everyone knowing what I write in the bathroom, bud. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I do want to say is maybe you. Two can help me write a book right now. First line, it can be, "Hello, you," <sighs> and I'm and I'm drawing a blank for the rest. It's a shoe. It did, does hello, it have you, to rhyme? It's a shoe. No, just does an intro sentence. Welcome to the book. I'm writing about uh-huh. my experiences. I've never been cast in anything. Could, that could be mm-hmm. a good start. I well, mm-hmm. is it is it is it fiction or nonfiction? Is it is it an autobiography? Yes. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's start from the beginning, girly. Start from the womb. I want to know. I've known you for years, girl, and your story Stop, you're is gonna make so. Me cry. It's, it's inspiring. Really? It's yeah. yeah. Which part do you think? Because I have a hard time looking at it and thinking I'm inspired by my own story at this point. You know, is it? Right. You know, I, I think. The time that you look at you searching um, almost got a mirror um, smashed on your head in the eighth grade. And I wrote an essay about that. I just don't know if I want my book to be about that. You know, Mm -hmm. what about how many times you did third grade? Nick, come on. I really don't want it to be about that. I think actually, you know what? Megan's actually Meg's actually five years older than me. We actually finished third grade at the same time. Though. And that's a story about perseverance. Oh, it is. You know that little meme? No one one was taller than her. It's like the shovel and the guy's digging mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I'm going to give up. And then the pot of gold yeah. is right, yes. right there. Yeah. And Meg, that was third grade. That was third grade for you. I you want know, they you say two that to shut up. I want you to shut up, Nick. You know, if you put, they said if you put two rats in a bowl of cream, 
that one of them will drown and Ew. the other one will make it out. What is it? Who am I in that? And am I the person putting you, the cream in the bowl? Mm-hmm. But you see, that's how we got the prequel. That's the prequel to Ratatouille. Mm, and yes. if, if he didn't go on to be that rat that got out, he would have never been a chef. I should have never seen that because my ex is in it. Oh, yeah. well. And it sucks because I was the tomato soup in that one. And, and I'll never support you in that because I told you if you were going to do that movie, your it would be Patton really. Oswald? Yes. That's Remy, right? And I the told rat. you, I told Jan, yeah. if she wants to be in this movie, that's drawing a line in the sand for me. Because I've seen her thrive in a lot of different roles. Jan never struggles for work. I do. I'm a workaholic in a bad way. As in I'm drunk for getting work. I can't get it. And Jan gets it all the time. And this role came to her. Probably, you did it for almost no money. And I said, please don't do this. And you looked at me and you said, I'm doing it. And I don't care if you live or die. That's what you said to me, your friend. And then you pushed my yeah. head up against the wall. And then don't forget, I said, yeah, straight. And I. Yeah, you I said, said you're straight. You're a straight. straight piece of shit. That's what you told me. And I, I meant every word, girl. And it wasn't to, it wasn't to hurt you. It was to inspire you. To do I'm what? Buy to, a hammer? To hammer my head off? No. No. I want you to shoot for the stars. And I feel like. And if you, you miss, you land, to, in the, in, and I'll land, land on, land on the moon. You land on the moon. Exactly. And I just, it's my way of telling you, is acting your thing? Yeah. Eh, I don't know. You don't know if it is? But could you be an astronaut? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I've always said that. I, I, I've always said that you, no one can hold your bre- their breath as long as she can. I can hold my breath for almost That's scary true. long, to be honest. Like way long. Sometimes I think she's dead. I could be talking for a long time and forget to breathe. That doesn't, but I want to be an actress. And you know that! You both know that about me. You do. When I have a demon in my life, or maybe just a small gripe, something doesn't seem right until I confront them and they make nice. The world is full of snakes and whores. Get through the grim that's in the world. Confronting demons with Megan. Confronting demons with Confronting demons with Megan Stalter or or Meg Stalter. Sometimes I go by Meg. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>